Thank you for plugging into this Family Life News podcast, streaming issues-driven, family-focused news. And welcome back to another edition of Issues in Education. Mondays during the Noon Report, we spotlight the issues that matter most to our public schooling families with the good Dr. Ralph Kerr at the Teaching and Learning Institute in beautiful Houghton, New York. Ralph, welcome back to the program, sir. A little education indoctrination to get started. I know this is one of your big bugaboos when kids are taught what to think instead of how to think and whether you're calling it crt or dei new york seems to be doubling down in this regard forcing it down the throats of districts statewide are schools really obligated ralph to promote this type of curriculum and if so what's that going to look like in the classroom well you know if you look at the language really carefully there was some guidance issued back in august by both the attorney general and the commissioner of education but the language of that is not mandatory at all it's really interesting they're asking schools to consider using the concepts of crt and dei in educational planning and decision making. And then they offer guidance for offering recommendations on how you might do that. And they're urging school districts to do it. But as you read it carefully, I think it really puts it down to the local level, which obviously then means that it's really up to the administration and more importantly to the school board members to take a look at the curriculum and how it's being taught. So it's not as bad as it looks initially. And I think schools do have some uh, flexibility in how they deal with these items. Yeah, and so in other words, read the fine print. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. Excellent. We've mentioned this topic before on this program, but it's moving forward in Pennsylvania. State Senator Doug Mastriano, who a lot of people know, ran for governor last year unsuccessfully. He's advancing a bill that would mandate districts make available online every textbook used to teach kids in K-12. through I know a lot of districts are just taxed to the gills as far as the workload goes. Is this something do you think is necessary? Senate Bill 340 and why? Well, you know, this is going to be really difficult for the districts to do, primarily because in the bill, the senator doesn't offer any definition for what constitutes a textbook. And generally, that's considered to be the main book that's used in a class, and that may be easy in a math class or something like that. But the definition then includes textbook substitutes, whether they're hardcover or paperback books, includes workbooks and manuals. And I can tell you that the special ed people are going crazy over this (laughs) because individual instruction, which lots of special ed teachers do, involves literally hundreds of resources that under that definition could be considered a textbook. And there's no way that districts are going to be able to publish all All of those books on their website, and furthermore, I don't think anybody would be interested in reading a a long list of that. So if I were making a suggestion to Senator Mastriano, I would suggest that he go back and clearly define what a textbook is. All right, we'll see where it goes. Uh, Probably not going to pass the House, but it is moving through the Senate there in Harrisburg. Then finally, one of your favorite topics, uh, electric buses. Uh, You can't find drivers, but uh, hey, uh, maybe they'll drive themselves. Who knows? Governor Hochul announcing recently that she's freed up another 
another $100 million to help districts meet the goal of being entirely electric by the year 2035. Zero emissions school buses by 2035. Ralph, two-part question. Are we going to get to that uh, goal in time? And how is that money going to be divvied up between the, the many hundreds of districts in New York? Well, the answer to the first question is we're not going to get to to that target by uh, 2035, mainly because $100 million will buy you about 500 buses, and there are actually 32,000 buses in the state of New York. In order to make that conversion, it would take $7 billion, with a B, uh, dollars wow. in order to meet that goal. So I'm hesitant to say it, but $100 million in this project is a little drop in the bucket. And as far as how it's going to be divvied up, it'll probably be done by a grant application, which most funding like this is done. But if I were the superintendent in a small district, I wouldn't worry about it right now. I've got other worries besides getting funding for school buses, electric school buses, which I can tell you now will be divided up more amongst the big five yeah. uh, cities than it will be amongst the rural school districts in the areas that family life serves. All right. Again, uh, bigger fish to fry than that right now in public education. Hey, if you're listening to this program, you've never heard Dr. Ralph Kerr or the Teaching and Learning Institute. What is that anyway? Ralph, you have information on your website where folks can go and learn more. What is that, sir? Yeah, that website is simply whyrun.org, whyrun.org.